Hey everyone, welcome to our midweek prophecy update. And uh, wow, did you hear what Joy Bear said? You know, uh, one of those people on that that uh, program called The View, that highly annoying program. So Joy Bear says something, I watched it, watched the video. She says something to this effect. I am really upset right now with what's going on uh, with Russia and Ukraine. And this is her reason. This is, this is disturbing. We just went through all coronavirus, so I couldn't travel to Italy. And now because of the war, it's going to ruin my vacation. I'm like, seriously, this is what she's bothered about while um, people are dying and, and all of these other things are happening. Uh, the whole world is falling apart. And you want to know something? It's not just Joy Bear. There's preachers in pulpits that are saying, nothing to see here, folks, nothing to see here, just move on. Uh, friends, we need to be well aware of what is happening. I'm going to read to you a little bit, just a couple of scriptures from the prophet Jeremiah, and then I'm going to connect the dots because there's some things that we need to know. And let me tell you, you better be prepared for what's coming. We all better be prepared for what's coming. All, all I can do is sound the alarm, be a watchman, and uh, and hope that whoever it is will listen. But this is what happened during the days of Jeremiah. Jeremiah was sounding the alarm. There were all kinds of false prophets. In fact, God was greatly bothered by all of the false prophets. Jeremiah himself said in Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 9, he said, My heart is broken because of the prophets, the false prophets, the lying prophets, the prophets that were saying, nothing to see here, folks. Don't need to pay any attention to that. Listen, let's just get back to our vacations. Uh, let's look at going to Italy. Let's look at going to Egypt. You know, that kind of talk, you know. Nonsense, complete nonsense. It's, for, it's bad enough for Joy Bear to say it, but these things are happening in pulpits. Well, Jeremiah the prophet says in Jeremiah chapter 20, Oh Lord, you in, induced me and I was persuaded. You are stronger than I and have prevailed. I am in derision daily. Everyone mocks me. For when I spoke, I cried out. I shouted violence and plunder because the word of the Lord was made to me a reproach and a derision daily. Then I said, I will not make mention of him. I won't make mention of the Lord. I'm not going to make mention of all the destruction that he keeps telling me is coming. I'm not going to mention the, the, the threat of war coming from Babylon. I'm not going to mention that our crops are going to be destroyed. And Jeremiah is saying, I don't want to say this anymore. I'm not going to speak anymore in, in the Lord's name, but his word was on, was in my heart uh, like a burning fire. Shut up in my bones. I was weary of holding back and I could not hold back for I heard many mocking fear on every side report. They say, and we will report it. Uh, and they're, they're mocking Jeremiah. All you do is just say doom and gloom, Jeremiah. You are so annoying. Fear on every side. Whoa, look out for the prophet Jeremiah. They're mocking him. That's what Jeremiah is saying here. That's what these people are doing now, especially within the pulpits of America and is greatly disturbing. No, don't pay any attention to Bible prophecy. These people are just crazy conspiracy people. Listen, this is what the Bible teaches, and we are witnessing some things right now that need to have our attention. It's like if God didn't get your attention in the last two years, then perhaps now uh, he can get our attention. Uh, listen, before we get into this, 
I just want to bring one other thing to your, to your, to, uh, a couple of things to your mind. Uh, this Sunday night, I'm going to be live. I'm going to be p- picking up with uh, the minor prophet Hosea. I hope that you can join me live. I'll be taking your questions also. I have a couple of conferences coming up. I'm going to be speaking at one's in Oceanside, California. Then I'm going to be up in Washington, uh, near, not far from Seattle. I'm also going to be in Colorado Springs. I'll get information on my website for that. Uh, but I want to bring that to your attention. Also, this before we get going. I want to, I'm curious if you like the shorts that that we're doing now. Uh, The purpose of the shorts is to get uh, more people engaged. They're only 30 to 45 seconds long. And my hope is that the shorts will be shared and people will become more engaged with the truth. I just present some things, ask questions, trying to draw an interest because people need to know what's going on. So I hope you like them. If you watch them, I hope that you share them also. Uh, Just really uh, quick things. All right, let's get going. So Jeremiah continues, and he says this in uh, chapter 20. Excuse me. He says this. Let me go over uh, chapter 22, beginning in verse 21. God says through Jeremiah, I spoke to you in your prosperity, but you said I will not hear. This has been your manner from your youth that you did not obey my voice. The wind shall lead up all your rulers. Not not meaning the wind of uh, uh, just like a, a big windstorm coming in 50 miles an hour is going to destroy your leaders. No, the wind of war that's going to come from Babylon is going to destroy your rulers. Continues, and your lovers shall go into captivity. Surely then you will be ashamed and humiliated for all your wickedness. Okay, let's look at everything. We have the joy bears of the entertainment world. They're just saying, I just want to get back to my vacation. Don't tell me any of the bad news. We have uh, pastors and pulpits that are saying, this is nonsense. Don't be trying to connect Bible prophecy. Stop talking about all this stuff. And they've been going on like this for over two years now. And this is greatly disturbing. But as it was in the days of old, it is again today. Uh, History is repeating itself. In the days of Ahab the prophet, I mean Ahab the king, uh, there were, he had 400 line prophets he listened to all the time that said, hey, everything's going to be good, King Ahab, everything's going to be good. He only had one prophet who was telling the truth, said it's not going to be good and you better pay attention. The mocking against the prophets, the scoffing against them. Listen, pay attention to what's going on. John, uh, my friend and a contributor from New York, wrote this. Listen to this. In the light of everything, and and this is why brothers and sisters need to pay attention, need to be prepared. 75% of the planet's fertilizer will not be shipped because of the natural gas shortage and high-priced fertilizer plants in Europe uh, and the U.S. have shut down. Uh, This led to a huge spike in prices and empty shelves. Then the largest plant in the southeast conveniently blew up just before the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Now 75% of the world's fertilizer will not be shipped because Russia controls it. It's no accident that countries like China, India, and Brazil are standing with Russia. You will not find adequate food supplies this summer and fall. Likewise, Russia supplies over 9 million barrels of oil, and without any loss of Russian oil, the U.S. burned through 50 million barrels of the strategic reserves in the last two months. Now, they're going to withdraw 60 million barrels more, which is 25% of the reserve. Meanwhile, as Russia cuts off natural gas, oil we do not have will have to replace that. Then remember, Russia and Ukraine supply around 50% of grains. 
Whose side do you think uh, the countries that are dependent on Russia for grain, oil, gas, and chemicals and fertilizer will side with? Then we have this out of the Washington Monthly. Moscow's control of supply grain, supply chains, excuse me, could stymie America's efforts to punish Putin for his war on Ukraine. And then there's this. 70, again, 75% of the planet's fertilizer will not be shipped. And then there's this. Seed shortage uh, hits Afghan wheat farmers, Reuters reports. Soaring natural gas prices, shutting down fertilizer plants. Uh, but there's more. No fertilizer. No herbicides, no seeds, no fuel, no parts for for farm equipment. Look at the chip shortage we still have uh, regarding other vehicles. Uh, then there's this uh, by Michael Snyder, who says twenty, who wrote this article, twenty two observations about the new uh, the new world war, which just started in Ukraine. He writes this, like many of you, I've been spending a great deal of time keeping up with the coverage of Russia's horrifying invasion of Ukraine. I'm very upset with the Russians for choosing to invade the whole country because now a line has been crossed that will never, ever be able to be uncrossed. From here on out, there will be endless wars and rumors of wars, and countless numbers of people are going to die. In the future, some historians may look back and determine that the coming Chinese invasion of Taiwan was the start of World War III. And others may point to the coming conflict between Israel and Iran. But to me, February 23, 2022 was the start of World War III, and nothing will ever be the same again. Uh, then he writes this, 22 observations. I'm not going to read all 22 of them, just a few. Uh, number one, now that Russia has invaded Ukraine, any hope for peace between the U.S. and Russia is gone forever. Here's another one. Uh, both sides are armed with nuclear weapons, and it's just a matter of time before somebody decides to use them. Here's another one. As he launched the invasion of Ukraine, Vladimir Putin actually warned other countries that he could use nuclear weapons against them if they attempted to intervene. And then another one. Joe Biden uh, says that he is considering hitting Russia with the biggest cyber attack in history. That would be an act of war. Then, he, then this, the next one, if we launch a cyber attack against Russia, they will retaliate with a cyber attack of their own, and we are extremely vulnerable. Then another one, the Russians have more than 1,000 different ways of making us feel the pain, and they are not afraid to play dirty. I want you to think of this. I just read the comments from John from New York, one of our contributors here, about what's going on with fertilizer, and not just fertilizer, oil and gas and everything else. And then you hear this, how much Russia actually controls a lot more than you ever thought continues or, or most people ever thought i should say you may have already figured that out but most people have not here's another one at this stage i think that the biden administration will try to turn the rest of the world against the russians and will try to suffocate the life out of them economically but that isn't going to work because russia is a very self is very self-sufficient excuse me when it comes to food energy and other essentials and putin has also signed the very extensive trade agreements uh, with china Another one, we're almost done with these. Don't think Putin would have made this move if he didn't have an understanding that China, uh, with China behind the scenes. The Chinese are allowing the Russians to invade Ukraine, but in return, I believe there is an agreement for the Russians to support China when the Chinese finally invade Taiwan. Just a couple more. Now that the Chinese 
have been have seen how weakly the western powers have responded to the invasion of ukraine that means an invasion of taiwan is much more likely uh, just two more the global energy crisis is going to get a whole lot worse russia exports a tremendous amount of energy and european nations gobble it up like addicts uh, this conflict threatens to dislocate the flow of global energy to a degree that we haven't seen since world war ii last one uh, many warned that our disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan would embolden the Russians to move against Ukraine. Those that issue such warnings have been proven right. Oh, yeah, certainly it has. And, and um, uh, I look at this, and certainly we were saying that here at Hope for Our Times, and also uh, saying it with all of the other guys that we are uh, doing Bible prophecy, Don, James, and right on down the list. And then there's this one. This is really the last one. Uh, the U.S. military is in the worst condition that I have ever seen in my entire lifetime. At this point, the U.S. military is not at all prepared to fight the Russians or anyone else for that matter. No kidding. I did a, a video recently a few weeks back. I think I called it, This is Alarming, and I showed the contrast between the U.S. woke military and the Russian military recruiting ads and the Chinese military recruiting ads. And then to think, what's the U.S. going to do? What's, what's Biden doing right now? He's not, he, he says, well, we're not even going to issue sanctions yet. Uh, and, and the sanctions, are, I mean, you, you think about the sanctions, it's just absolutely absurd, the things that Biden talks about doing. And what we've done with our own uh, energy independence, now we are energy dependent. Absolutely awful what the uh, U.S. president has done. The Western world is collapsing. You look, Europe doesn't have the leaders the united states doesn't have the leaders the entire western world is in deep deep trouble we are going this is all about transforming into this new world order uh, we're watching russia we're watching ukraine we're watching china we're watching taiwan we're watching israel we're watching iran uh, all of the mideast folks you can't make this stuff up but at the same time michael snyder concludes and he says this truly is a sad day because this didn't have to happen. No, it didn't. But I'm going to go back to this. It's the warning from the prophet Jeremiah. This didn't have to happen. Just as he said, I, I spoke to you in chapter 22 of Jeremiah, uh, verse 21. I spoke to you in your prosperity, but you said, I will not hear. And then God says, I'm going to speak to you in your judgment. Uh, friends, I believe we're in trouble. I believe we've been turned over. And uh, listen, get the word out. I know people may mock, people may make fun. Um, but um, I'm just looking at everything, just going from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. We don't know what's lies. We don't know what's truth. But we do know that Jesus is coming. And we know that this is true. And this keeps us in line uh, with the Lord. And it's also a reminder that Jesus is coming back. And in him is our hope. Listen, if you don't know Christ, trust in him. Because the Bible told us what this world was going to look like before he returns. And let me tell you, if you look at the Bible, what else would you expect it to look like? It happens to look like just like the Bible said it would. And uh, listen, folks, trust Christ. Because according to the Bible, it's going to get a lot worse before Jesus returns. Listen, until next time, God bless you guys. I hope to see you live on Sunday night. And I'm going to try and do another update for Thursday, maybe one for Friday too. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.